What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Betting Show with me, Sean Sheehan, here on Sherdog.com. And there's a massive, massive, massive card coming up this weekend with UFC 271 going down. The middleweight title is on the line. Israel Adesanya uh, puts his title up for grabs against Robert Whitaker in a, in a, a very very uh, important rematch in the division. In one, you know, in a division, we, we'll, there's another couple of fights, especially one big fight uh, in this division coming up on this card as well, and one from last week, as we know. But to me, this fight is um, a very important fight because it could be the last massive fight in the middleweight division we have for a minute because I I don't see anything coming to be honest that is going to mess with Adesanya too much unless it's Whitaker. I think Whitaker if you if you don't agree he's the the best I think you everyone will probably agree he's the second best middleweight in the world so this is a very very intriguing matchup a very very interesting one as well uh, and now, you know, Brunson and Cannoneer, they could separate themselves and become the next guy, and I mightn't uh, agree with what I've just said come Monday morning, but um, we, will, we will see on that. Um, usually, I'm I find it hard to pick bets recently sometimes, especially when cards at the weekend, you know, there's a lot of contender series people that we've never seen fight before, and we're like, I'm going back and watching three or four fights, and it's hard to get a look because they've never really fought that level of fighter before, and it's very hard to, like, pull out bets, but for this... I actually, I, I usually come, you know, my my four bets and in my flyer, I actually have like five bets and two flyers this week, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to limit myself down. I will give you those other ones just so I look good if they, if they, if they happen. But um, actually, you can see my record now as well. My, my guy, John Brannigan, has been keeping track of that. So if you go to the post and Sherdog.com where this is, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to see uh, the my, my record. I think I've done pretty well so far. I think it's, uh, oh God, I could be wrong, but... I think it's something like um, 12 out of 14, something like that. maybe a little bit less, actually. Uh, I, I think it's a good bit less, actually, but <laughs> you'll be able to see it in the post anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm sure John will put it up here and then give you our, uh, give you my, my record anyway. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's great to be doing this. And as I said all the time, uh, please bet responsibly. Um, you know, the, uh, the betting is fun while you can keep it fun and make sure to keep it fun don't make it serious don't bet too much only bet what you can and don't go uh don't go overboard with it because i wouldn't want it to be that at all and as i always said this is um you know an mma people's betting show not a betting people's betting show so that's the way i kind of want to keep it and uh we keep it fun and we keep it light and we'll uh we'll try to make ourselves you know 20 quid of a weekend and sure if you do that It'll be all uh, it'll be all well and good. So, all right, let's get straight into the bets here uh, all together and talk about some of them. So, um, the first bet I'm going for is in the main event. Now, I struggled, I suppose, for a bet in this, and the other fight's not not as much because I'm really torn on who I think will win. Um, I think Robert Whitaker will change up a lot of things from the first fight. Uh, I I I. You know, haven't gotten. I watched back that fight not too long ago, but I'm gonna watch it back again here as the week goes on because I feel like sometimes, sometimes you get caught up in all the hype. Sometimes you get caught up in all the talk, and I've this is probably my fourth podcast now talking about this fight, and even I get caught up in my own talk sometimes. Um, but like, if you look at Robert Whitaker, right, coming into the first fight, what would a lot of people say he needed to do? He probably needed to put on pressure, go forward, and take it to Adesanya. Now. After that first fight, you're probably saying, well, if he does that again, he'll get clipped uh, at a Sanyal counter, and it'll be a tough night for Robert Whitaker. Um, 
so there's probably um there's probably a part of that that will play into Whitaker's game planning here. Um, whether that is him being a little bit more safe and standing back and standing outside of a lint, which is a dangerous thing against uh, Adesanya because he'll just, uh, you know, jab you and jab you and leg kick you for the whole night and win a decision, which is something that maybe could happen. Or else Whitaker will try a very grapple-heavy attack um, and a very, I suppose, attack-heavy attack in terms of uh, the striking and going forward and going all out. Now, that last part there could lead him get to getting finished but i think i look i think it'll either succeed i, I look I, I don't think what robert Whittaker will fight a stupid game plan this time i don't think he fought one last time but i don't think he he's i don't think he's a stupid guy i think he will either try to keep himself safe on the outside and try to pick moments or he will try to be wrestle heavy and grapple heavy and things like that if he does, if he succeeds with either of them, I think Adesanya will either win by decision or he'll win by decision. So I've gone to, for the fight to go to, the, the, to a decision, and that's minus one, two, five. Um, it, it, it's, you get it around evens or closer to evens in some places, so I, I do think it'll go further this time. And so I, I don't think that price would be as good if the first fight hadn't ended the way it was. I think because of the first fight, you know... We're not the the brightest people in the world, and we always think, "Oh, look, you know, uh, <laughs> it went that way once; it'll go that way again." Exactly at the same time. Usually in these fights, when they're rematches like that, and people have a lot of time to um, to prepare for other people, usually what happens is they kind of get paralysis by analysis. You know, we know that phrase. <laughs> we've we've heard out through the years, and it it is a more subdued, maybe not subdued fight, but a subdued match. Uh, and I, I think I think that's kind of what'll happen here. I don't think it'll be a I, look. I think it'll be a good fight. I think it'll be a, an intriguing fight. But I I do think it'll go to a decision. Um, and I think it'll be a very interesting one. It'll do, it'll be a close fight. I, that's my prediction for it. I think it'll be a close fight. So to go to the decision minus one two five. Now over the last few weeks, I haven't gone for. I I think I've only gone for maybe one minus bet or one. But the rest of them are all plus bets here. So um. Yeah, I'm going for uh, <laughs> I'm going for big odds after it, but minus one two five, Adesanya versus uh, Robert Whitaker to go to a decision. Right, next bet here is uh, Derek Brunson at plus one one forty five just to win straight up, and I was a little bit surprised uh, when I was looking at these odds last night. Let me just uh, check up on this again to make sure it's the same. Yeah, still plus one forty five. Obviously, this will uh, will change. I'm recording this uh, a few days before the card. Obviously, a few days uh, before the the video itself will come out as well. I think so. Uh, uh, these, these fluctuate all the time and change all the time. So plus one forty-five at the moment here. I'm looking for uh, at Derek Brunson. Now, this is a to me is a, is a very much a pick 'em fight with with um, Brunson to me being the slight favorite. Now I might be wrong. I just think I think Brunson's improvements maybe haven't been talked about or haven't been acknowledged as much um as you know say some other people if they if they were to make um, a similar start uh, of improvement and why they aren't is because we saw Derek Brunson as kind of a limited fighter for so long you know and and limited is a, is a weird word but like a, i would say maybe maybe incomplete is the word if it, it felt like there was five or six things in Derek Brunson's game that if you added he'd become a really really good fighter and i think he's added a lot of them like i think he has He's become kind of less wild, less open, more uh, more tactical, more technical, and just a better all-around fighter. Um, and, you know, he, we've always seen with Derek Brunson, he has the power, he has the speed, 
He's a very, very intelligent fighter. I think working at Sanford MMA has shown that Derek Brunson is a much more maybe intelligent fighter than we gave him credit for, or that maybe where he was before was allowing to come out, you know? Because sometimes you can be an intelligent fighter and you can try, you know, certain things or want to do certain things uh, or do what you're being told to do very, very well, but what you're being told to do is maybe not the right thing for you. And as the sport kind of adjusts to being a more technical sport, I think you have to become a more technical fighter. I think the same probably goes for Derek Lewis, which we'll talk about uh, in a second. But I definitely think that's what's happened with Brunson. Now, uh, I think Cannoneer's probably done a similar sort of thing, you know, coming down in weights and, you know, using his size a little bit more, but also becoming more technical and, um, you know, just being a, being a better fighter than he was before. I think the one thing with Cannoneer, right? The, okay, the thing with Brunson is he'll show up every day. You know, Brunson... I, I, I find it very hard to remember a Brunson fight where, okay, sometimes Brunson has been beaten by better guys, especially back when he was uh, a less complete fighter than he is today. Um, absolutely. But I've, I don't think he ever showed up and he wasn't fighting to his optimal, if you if you get me like that. He always shows up. I don't think you could say the same for Cannonier. And may, maybe that's just the idea I have of him. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe other people would disagree with me. But in a big spot like this as well, I think that is something you have to, to talk about. You know, you are the, the, the third below the uh, championship fight in your weight class. If you win, you're probably getting a title shot. I think most people would probably say that. I don't think Strickland did enough uh, last week to earn it. So you probably are. That's pressure. That is a pressure, pressure spot to be put into. I don't think that'll phase Brunson too much. I think for Cannoneer, it might a little bit. Uh, and I don't think that'll be a major factor in this, but it could be a little factor, especially early. I think this will go to a decision. Um, and if you lose the first round because of that, that's massive. That is massive. I think against someone like Derek Brunson, who'll keep going all day, I could see Brunson winning maybe the first and third here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going for Derek Brunson. I think that plus 145 price is just a little bit too much. Uh, and I'm, uh, I'm definitely going for that. So Brunson plus 145 straight up. Uh, the next one, this is the start of bed. And it, this is one, right? That sometimes new fighters coming through, uh, I th I don't think the betting lines have caught up with them, if you if you get me. Like, I remember <laughs> I remember back in Conor McGregor at five to one to to win by KO against uh, against Marcus Brimage. Now that line for sure hadn't, <laughs> hadn't caught up. Um, but to me, Casey O'Neill to win inside the distance at plus two hundred is a line that has not caught up. Uh, I think, look, Roxanne Mataferi has been a very, very good fighter. Sean Alshadi wrote a great piece about her, uh, and she's down through the years, she's been really, really great. But, she, look, she she's past her prime now. We, we all know that. Um, Casey O'Neill is the best young fighter in that division by a country mile. She went in there in her last fight against Antonina Shashinko. Um, and, you know... What she, I think what she did in that fight, I watched a bit of that literally just before we started here. And you kind of, you can talk about, you know, the what happened in the end, and you can talk about the, the, the whole goings of the fight or whatever, but the fact that she was able to manhandle, or womanhandle, is what you want to put it, uh, um, Antonia Shevchenko for parts of that, but in. Not not even just in like the grappling, which can happen. Although Shevchenko, she she looked like a pretty good grappler against uh, Ariana Lipsky when they had that fight. But I just think the, the way she was able to to out you know out athlete her, I suppose, in the striking and in the grappling was was phenomenal. Um, she and the thing as well, right? 
when you're fighting someone like Antonina Shevchenko, who is a you know we you know she's Valentina's sister, she can strike. She's a, a, a becoming a more well-rounded fighter all the time, absolutely. But she's a Mai Tai striker. When you're Casey O'Neill, right, and you're obviously very good on the ground, you're probably thinking, okay, she's going to take it to the ground, and she did a couple of times. But there was absolutely no fear of the striking round for Casey O'Neill, and that's what I would fear if I was Roxanne Mataferi coming in here. Because if you're fighting Casey O'Neill, you probably have to make her respect your striking. You're probably going to have to make her um, stop coming forward at a rate of knots by landing something big on her. Now, Shevchenko wasn't really able to do that. And if she wasn't, I don't think Roxanne Mataferi will be as well. And I think this will be come forward, Casey O'Neill gone, hell for leather. And I think she'll get to take down. I think she'll probably hurt Roxanne pretty badly on the feet. Uh, and maybe get a TK or maybe get a submission. Uh, that's That was the one thing I was looking at. We look at maybe uh, the, the prices for the KO and the submission in a second. And there were a couple of the flyers I was looking at. But plus 200 just to win by either submission or, uh, or KO. I think that's bear responsibly but i think that's free money like <laughs> you know if you want to turn your tenor into what, what would it be 30 i think that's a pr- pretty good way of doing it this uh this weekend that that's definitely my bet of the weekend plus 200 to win inside the, the, the distance for casey o'neill and uh, uh, poor roxanne Mataferi. it's a bad way to go out for i suppose in the final fight of her career but you know that's the way the uh the cookie crumbles mma waits for no man or woman so i don't think it'll wait for her and i think um I think Casey O'Neill's power, pressure, and ability will just be too much for uh, for poor old Roxy at this stage of her uh, of her illustrious, fantastic career. Uh, all respect to Roxy; she's been uh, a legend of the game. Fair play to her. So, but yeah, that's my bet. Uh, right, my last of my four bets. Uh, <laughs> then I get to my my my, my extras. Um, I'm going for Hernando uh, Maikano to win by decision. Uh, that's plus two one five. Um, he. Look, he's obviously fighting Alexander Hernandez, another guy who, at his best, I think would probably win this fight, but uh, does he always turn up at his best, you know? I, and I don't think he does. Now, if you're looking at the betting straight up, Mycano is still favoured, and he's plus or minus 170. I don't like that too much. I, I Look, I'd have Mycano slight favoured, even though, as I, I just kind of contradicted myself there, I don't think Hernandez always turns up at his best, and I think someone like Mycano... Um, is, is a tougher matchup for him, especially going to the second and third round. I think Hernandez will come out here and win the first round, right? And that, if you're betting in, in play, bet after the first round and then bet Mycano to win. I think Mycano will definitely win the third. I, th- I, I just think that's the way it'll go. It'll come down to the second. So, to go plus 205 to bet on, on the second round, basically, for me, now, fights can go very much different ways, as, as everyone listening to this knows. But that's kind of my prediction on it, my take on it. Um... I think Mycano will have enough to stay in there. Now, against Hernandez, maybe he won't. Maybe the, the Hernandez first-round KO is, is the bet to go, and I look up that as well when I'm going through uh, the rest of the odds at the end of this show uh, or at the end of uh, at the end of giving my bets. But I just like Mycano's technique. I like uh, I like the, his ability to keep people at the end of the jab at times. Um, if he can be a little bit defensive, especially in the first seven to eight minutes of the fight and then open up maybe a little bit when Hernandez gets tired... I, I think that could be the key for him. And now maybe he's not able to do that. Maybe Hernandez is able to break through and beat him. But um, yeah, that's the way I think that fight will go. It, when you when I, Whenever I think of that fight, whatever way I break it down, apart from maybe Hernandez landing a big shot early or maybe, you know, Mikano getting a submission or something like that, I just see him... I see Hernandez coming forward, Mikano kind of slipping off a little bit, maybe coming inside body lock, putting him against the cage. And I like... 
I see long periods of maybe inactivity, so I, I don't know. It's it's it, This is one of those fights that it'll either be quick and early, or it'll go to a decision, I think. And I'm going with the decision one, uh, and I'm going for my Cano to win it. I just think he's... Maybe there's something in the betting that I'm not seeing that he, why he's, like, minus 170 is not a massive favourite, but it's a, it's a big enough favourite in this sort of fight. Um, yeah, and I, I'm going for him to win the decision, plus... Uh, what was it? Plus 215. So, yeah. Right. This is where I had my biggest trouble now. Uh, <laughs> making my flyer of the week. So, the first flyer I was going to go for, which I'm not going to go for. And I've kind of contradicted myself on this as well. Because I said earlier with Brunson, I think he'd probably win a decision. But I also, like, watching back some Brunson fights, I just feel like he's very, very dangerous. You know, he's very dangerous. And I watched, I went back last week and I watched uh, Hermanson versus Cannoneer. And Cannoneer sometimes can leave himself very open. Even against someone like Hermanson, who, you know, on the feet, as we saw at the weekend, he's not exactly the, the you know, the, the best fighter in the world. And Cannoneer still had a few shots, and he can still get himself into a little bit of danger. And Brunson by a KO, TKO, plus 600 was what I was looking at. Now, that's why I'm not gone for that now. Ignore that. Ignore that bet. But Brunson by KO, TKO, plus 600. I'm not giving that bet. I haven't given that bet. That bet has not been given out by me. But maybe. And if it does win, I'll be coming back and screen recording. <laughs> but the bet I have gone for. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Honestly, I did this last week with Hermanson, right? I kind of convinced myself that Hermanson would win, right? And I was completely and utterly wrong, right? We could all acknowledge that. We're all wrong sometimes, especially with betting. We Sometimes we get too greedy. Sometimes, you know, oh, this guy's going to win my submission. Well, no, he's not. Uh, and I, the flyer is about getting greedy. So, in future, I'll try not to do that with my normal bets, right? My top four bets. But with the flyer, I'm going to get more greedy, I think. Because they don't win anyway, usually. So, let's get greedier. So, today I'm going for Taito Ivasa by KO in round one at plus 650. Now, this is a bet throughout the week from doing my severe May podcast on Sunday to recording the the preview show and all of this on Sherlock here and this I've kind of convinced myself that Taito Ivasa is winning this fight look I just think it'll be a striking match I really do I think these lads are just going to strike with each other maybe Derek Brunson will take him down and if Derek goes to take him down I think Derek will end up winning the fight but I just feel like both of them are going to are, are, are going to back their power, basically. They're both going to go for it in terms of power. They're both going to try to land big shots. And whenever that happens, whenever that, and I, what was the fight I said it with la, last week? Oh, oh, I can't remember. I can't. I, I said it on this betting show, I'm pretty sure. But the, on, it was the Erosa fight, the Erosa-Peterson fight. And it turned out to basically be right. Uh, but whenever two lads are going hell for leather in a fight like this, you can, you know, if you want to pick the guy with the bigger power, absolutely. Who's the bigger power in this? I think it's close, honestly. Two Ivasa hits really hard. I always go for the guy with the better technical striking. And I think that's Two Ivasa. I think he's a better boxer than Derek Lewis. If it was a boxing match, who would win between the two? I'd say Two Ivasa. Now, this is not a boxing match. This is an MMA fight. It's completely different, absolutely. But sometimes these fights come down to that. And sometimes they come down to who's able to slip a little bit more. Look, look what he did against, uh, against uh, what's he name, Greg Hardy. He was able to slip out of a shot and land a beautiful uh, counter. He was able to take a shot as well. You know, Tuivasa was a, a limited fighter for a while, but I think he's improved an awful lot. 
and that boxing and that power is really really good look you could say the exact same for Derek Lewis and he's improved even more but this is a massive opportunity for Tuivasa um uh, uh, look it, it's a flyer it's a flyer bet don't get me wrong if you were to give me straight up I look I'd still go for Tuivasa I'm I'm I've convinced myself <laughs> I have convinced myself I will probably be wrong I will tell you this right now but I'm going for uh, Tuivasa by uh, TKO KO in round one at plus 650 for my flyer of the week. Uh, yeah, and I, I leave it at that. My other bet that I was going to give that I didn't go for is Hakparast at plus 119 he is now. Uh, and I'll, I'll uh, go through the other bits, but I'll start with this. I just think that... I thought he'd be favouring, honestly, uh, against Bobby Green. Now, Bobby Green's a very good fighter, and it's definitely an even matchup. But I really did think Hakparast would be favoured just because of what he's done over the last you know, few years. And... Maybe with the prospect that he was. I don't think he's fulfilled it uh, as much as people, uh, me especially, thought. I think he's very, very good. But if he can get back to that, if he can get back to the, the fighter he is, I think I think Hackbrass' top level is bigger than Bobby Green's top level, if you want to put it that way. But I don't know if Hackbrass is going to get to that top level. And Bobby Green is a very good fighter. Like, he's... He's an even fighter now, if you want to put it that way. And where he wasn't before, he, fight, he fights well every time now. Where, uh, you know, I've said it with a few different people on this, like Hernandez and others. Sometimes they're not the fighter you expect, and sometimes they don't show up the fighter you expect. But I think Bobby Green does now. But look, I, I'm go. I, Hapras not one of my best, but if I was looking at a bet, another bet, if I wanted to put in a fifth bet and forget about the flyer, if you don't disagree with my uh, my two Avassa madness, uh, I like Hapras minus or sorry plus one one nine. Um, some of the other bets, well, also there's a, another few cards as well. LFA have a card and Fury FC have a card as well with some uh, some names. You know, I, I um, Juicy Formiga has a fight there. He's minus two hundred against uh, Felipe Bunas. So if you're looking for another bet from from somewhere else. Um, I think Bobby Moffat is on one of these cards as well. Yeah, he is. He's on. Uh, he's a minus five hundred uh, favorite there as well. So there's some names there. Uh, Boston Salmon as well, who we saw in the UFC before. He's minus two two all there. He's fighting Jake Heffernan. So maybe not much value on the uh, the old UFC names and things. But uh, yeah, there are other fights uh, this weekend as well if you're looking for other bets. But uh, let's run through some of the bets on uh, on the UFC card. Uh, Adesanya is minus 270 to just win straight up plus 230 for Robert Whitaker in that main event um, you know the, the over under under around and a half I don't think that's going to happen is plus 320 I would I would definitely stay away from that um, the the over four and a half rounds is another one I was looking at minus 135 uh, similar enough bet you know to, to the decision bet Adesanya to win by uh, KO like he did the first time plus 145 I think that's very low honestly I think that's very very low Whitaker to win the same way up plus 550 to win by uh, KO TKO I don't think there's going to be a submission here Adesanya plus 2000 plus 1600 to win by submission for Whitaker uh, Adesanya by decision plus 170 now that was the other bet I was looking at in this uh, I went for it just to go to a decision just to kind of give that extra bit of backing there's not too much of a difference uh, between those so yeah those are kind of the main bets there um, uh, you know it, it, it's 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 a difficult fight for me. Honestly, it's a difficult fight. I probably think Adesanya will win it, but yeah, it's a difficult one for me to, to pick in, in some of them. Uh, Derek Lewis is minus 180 uh, and plus 155 for two Ivasa. Honestly, I think that's that's just about right, and I think that's the respect to Ivasa deserves for the improvements he's made uh, over the last while. Uh, 
the under 2.2 rounds is minus 415, which tells you uh, which tells you all you need to know. The under one one and a half rounds is minus 175, which also tells you all you need to know. I suppose the Lewis KO is minus 135. That's that's mass <laughs> a, bit, a bit of madness there. Uh, to Ivasa by submission plus two thousand plus two thousand eight hundred for uh, Lewis by submission. Lewis uh, or uh, to Ivasa just to win straight up KO is plus two fifty. There was another one I was looking at, but not big enough for the flyer, so I went in the I went in the first round. Uh, Lewis just win inside the distance minus one forty uh, two plus two fifteen for Tuivasa probably avoid those and probably go for the KO. I don't think there's going to be a submission here. Uh, so, but if you fancy the fight, you know to to go a little bit longer, Lewis by decision uh, is plus six seven five. That's that's a pretty good bet. That's a pretty good bet. Uh, Tuivasa plus five hundred as well uh, to to win by decision. Uh, the fight to uh, to go to decision is plus three seventy five. So. You know, that's not bad. That's not bad. Maybe, maybe it will. Sometimes these heavyweight fights, if they don't get the knockout early, they can turn into that. So, um, and then Derek Brunson, as I mentioned earlier, plus 145. Jerry Cannonier is minus 170. Um, a few interesting ones here, as I mentioned. Brunson, plus 600 here to win by uh, KO. He's plus 700 in some places as well. Cannonier is only plus 125, which is... I don't think that's great, to be honest. Uh, the submission... Both big uh, plus, um, sorry, plus two thousand to him by submission for Cannoneer, plus twelve hundred for uh, for Brunson. Yeah, maybe they're they're seeing Brunson getting a few takedowns, which I absolutely could see here as well. Uh, Brunson to win inside the distance, plus uh, four fifty. So, yeah, some interesting uh, ones there as well. Kyler Phillips minus four ten plus, um, sorry, minus four twenty five plus three twenty five for Marcelo Rojo. Bobby Green minus one three nine plus one one nine for Naz. Rat hack parast that to me could be fight at night. That's a, a very, very fun one. Andrea Lovsky's on the card as well. He's a minus one three nine favorite over Vendera, who is one one nine in the plus direction. Casey O'Neill, a big, big minus four hundred favorite over uh, the legend Roxanne Mataferi. Another fight I love Alex Perez minus four hundred uh, plus three hundred. Uh, Matt Schnell, I think that's a little bit of a closer fight than that as well. I have a lot of respect for Matt Schnell. If I was going for a straight up just winner flyer of the night, I'd probably go for Machinel, honestly. I believe in him. Um, I, I, you know, I've said it before, I'm picking Perez to win this fight, but I believe in Machinel's ability and his rise. Uh, and maybe this is not the time, but I think over the next couple of years, Machinel will do uh, better than I think a lot of people think. I, I really like him as a fighter. Um, Maxim Grisham. Uh, Grishin even is let me just look at it here minus 170 plus 145 is the muscle bound William Knight uh, Martinez is plus 250 against Ronnie Lawrence minus 300 Alexander Hernandez as we mentioned earlier on is plus 145 minus 170 for Hinata Maicano Carlos Olberg minus 255 against Fabio Charant plus 215 AJ Dobson minus 110 against Jacob Malcoon minus 110 as well so a Pick'em fight there. Douglas Silva de Andrade, plus 170. Uh, Marzorov, minus 200. Jeremiah Wells, then is minus 325. Sorry, 235 against plus 200 Mike Mathena. Uh, and then the other two fights I don't think are, are happening here on best fight odds. So, yeah. Uh, some very interesting lines there. Some very interesting fights. My bets again, I'll give it to you. The fight, uh, the main event, Alessandro versus Whitaker. 
Uh, to go to a decision of minus 125. Uh, Derek Brunson to win a plus 145. Casey O'Neill wins inside the distance plus 200. Hinata Maikano wins by decision plus 215. And Taito wins by TKO KO in round one at plus 650 over Derek Lewis. All right, I will leave it there. Thank you to everybody for watching and listening. If you're watching on YouTube, this is on Spotify as well. Go over there and find it, Sure Dog Podcasts. If you're listening on Sure Dog Podcast, go on over, smash the like button, hit subscribe, leave your comments below. Let me know what bet you're doing. Comment below. If you're watching even this on um, uh, on, on Twitter or whatever, at Sean Sheen BA, let me know your bets for the week and uh, I'll give you a reply and I'll, I'll let you know uh, what, I, what I think of them. So uh, we will leave it at that. My name is Sean Sheehan for SureDog.com and I'll see you all next time.